Good morning for Tuesday, November 24th, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Edict in France spurs intense policing. We get the latest from Paris. Chief of Pfizer defends merger as good for the U.S. And for a third day, terror menace chills Brussels. In today's national headlines, sudden chill grips haven for Syrian refugees. Christie's bid gains new life, invoking 9-11 fear. And FDA cites dangers and costs of inaccurate medical tests. In today's business headlines, drug merger reignites tax reform discussion. The FAA receives proposals for recreational drones and will get a roundup from yesterday's action on Wall Street. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Paris. Edict in France spurs intense policing. Written by Adam Nossiter. All over France, from Toulouse in the south to Paris and beyond, the police have been breaking down doors, conducting searches without warrants, aggressively questioning residents, hauling suspects to police stations, and putting others under house arrest. The extraordinary steps are now perfectly legal under the state of emergency decreed by the government after the attacks on November 13th in Paris that left 130 dead, a rare kind of mobilization that will continue. The French Parliament voted last week to extend the emergency for three more months, which means more warrantless searches, more interrogations, more people placed under house arrest. There have been 1,072 police searches already in 139 police interrogations, and 117 people have been placed in custody, the Ministry of the Interior said on Monday. Those included a weekend raid on a restaurant selling halal burgers and Tex-Mex food in the Paris suburbs, where officers found nothing suspicious after breaking down the doors. Many of those being swept up are among the hundreds of French who have already been flagged as potential security threats in the notorious S-files of the security services. The police are now free to pick up and interrogate suspects virtually at will. An indication of the lingering shock of the attacks and the fear coursing through French society is that few, publicly at least, are protesting these exceptional measures. But critics of the broad net now being cast by the security services say the results are meager given the looming threat to civil liberties. Concern is rising, particularly in Muslim communities that say they're being singled out, that France now runs the risk of tipping steeply in favor of security at the expense of individual freedoms and of instigating tension with the Muslim population that has already long felt aggrieved and second class. These measures are going to place a spider's web over all of France, said Danielle Lochac, an emeritus professor of law at the University of Paris. You've got the feeling that the police can do whatever they want now, she said in a telephone interview on Monday. We're going to forego all of the protective rules. Even critics of the aggressive policing acknowledge that the government must be seen doing something to protect the shaky public. At the same time, though, the critics worry that the drift toward a state where the police have the upper hand has discomforting echoes in French history, 
the collaboration of the Vichy regime in World War II, for example, and they say the authorities must be careful not to give in to the panic. The Interior Ministry defended the measures in a news release on Friday. These operations are going to continue, the statement said, noting the government's total determination to fight without mercy against terrorism and every threat to public order.